Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to episode number five of the JP and Jelly podcast. Been a busy couple days here in the playoffs. Team Canada in the World Championships just won the gold medal against Finland 3-2 in overtime. And uh, in recent news with the OHL, they just recently made history with the first female ever being drafted, and uh, she went to the Sarnia Sting. So lots to catch up with here, and without any more hesitation, let's hop into episode number five. With that being said now, Jell here, we I just mentioned there, the OHL just recently drafted the first female, uh, Taya Curry. So she just became the first female ever drafted in the OHL. She's a goalie. I mean, round 14, great for her. Uh, it's kind of breaking down some barriers that, you know, we've all been kind of paying attention to lately in the last, you know, few years as far as, uh, you know, kind of, I guess, allowing, you know, more, what's the word I may be looking for here, but maybe getting the, the women's game uh, on a bit more of a national level and kind of showcasing a little bit more here. So I think it's been a, that's a great little, you know, sentiment here for, uh, for the OHL and for Sarnia. Yeah, it's definitely neat to see. It's uh, I hope she gets an opportunity to play, keep growing, work your ass off. Hopefully, uh, yeah, like hopefully we see her in a game here in uh, what she's sixteen, right? So a couple of years. Yeah, no, absolutely. So no, I, mean, I yeah, it's it's great to see, man. I, I it's it's yeah. There was Shannon Zabados was the last goalie, female goalie that I knew that she played junior A. I think it was Fort Saskatchewan in in the AJ. I, I played my first AJ game against her. Yeah, and she's pretty good actually. Oh, so good. Man. Yeah, it's stupid. So I'm curious if Taya can can do that there because that'd be awesome for in the major junior world and and maybe even push the pro ranks here. Yeah, I've never seen her play, but I mean, I coached Pee Wee this year out in Airdrie AA, and uh, you know it, we have we had a couple of, we had three girls on our team, so hopefully this inspires them to keep going and working their ass off, get better every day. And I mean, yeah, I think there's a spot for this. It's good to see. Yeah, and it, like you just said, there be a, an example, right? You know, be that role model, and and hopefully a lot of girls coming up in the ranks are follow suit and and can really make a push for for making a name for themselves here. Um, now with that, also we uh, just want to touch on some some playoff hockey here, Gel. We're gonna have a nice okay. short episode here today because of Montreal playing here in the next hour. So we want to catch that game and uh, not mm-hmm, miss a mm-hmm. minute. But we'll I do want to watch that game. Yeah, that's going to be a big game, and we're going to touch on them here shortly. Uh, first series I want to talk about, though, right now, and I'm kind of biting my uh, or eating my own words, if you will, with the Carolina and Tampa Bay series right now, with Tampa Bay up three games to one. Um, yesterday's game was crazy, though. I mean, eight goals in the second period was. <laughs> absolutely insane i i it was so much fun to watch i actually thought carolina was the better team though and unfortunately they just couldn't get the goaltending Mrazic was a bit of a sieve in the net there he what let six goals on 26 shots in the for, for the game so um that my thought on that there they didn't get the, the goaltend that they needed because they finally made vasilevsky look like a human like they put four on him on 25 shots and he, he let in yeah. some pretty questionable goals yesterday. So I'm pretty shocked about this series being 3-1 right now. But I guess that's what happens when you don't have good goaltending. Yeah, I think that's the difference so far. And, I mean, Tampa's uh, – we we talked about their power play and how good they were in the first series, and we're starting to see that again. What did they get? One for sure, two, three power play goals yesterday. Three so, for I mean, six yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's 50%. That's absolutely incredible, right? So, I mean, we're definitely starting to see that, right? The, the the cracks form in Carolina um, with not getting the goaltending. It, it, and it's funny. It reminds me so much of uh, what happened with Florida, right? Florida didn't get the goaltending, and they struggled. And now the Hurricanes are going through the same thing, right? So and it's, they don't, they're not having the guy make the big saves when they need him. I mean, Ned's not being terrible, but he hasn't made the saves when they drastically need him. You know? Well, and then yesterday they're up four, four to two. They have two nice goals you know, to, to get that lead, to kind of get that cushion. And – Kucherov rips a, a beautiful short side shot there on the power play four three, and then Tyler Johnson rips one from the blue line top shelf. Now I it looked like it got deflected there, might have taken Mrazek off guard, but those are saves to me that a goalie needs to make. Am I wrong in thinking that? To be honest, John, I I'm just watching uh, these goals right now. Um... I'm gonna watch Tyler Johnson one. Right, because I was, he, uh, so I was all the, the folks truck. listening. He was uh, actually golfing for his birthday. By the way, Jelly, happy yeah. birthday on hey. uh, on live on live air here. 
Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Forty five years it was old. Good, good. I fucking feel forty five, that's for damn sure. <laughs> After the few wobbly pops last night, eh? Oh. <laughs> I'm actually surprised I wasn't uh like I wasn't more hungover. Oh, that's a bad goal, Johnny. Oh no. It uh so Mrazik let in a few bad ones, in my opinion. Not he's a he's a great goalie though. Like that's why I'm I'm kind of stunned by Wait, not being he, dependent on like he like he did yeah. it in game uh, three. It was he was awesome in game three, and but I, I don't know what happened in game four. Like he just I, yeah. I think this one gets deflected off Dougie. It looks like the fourth one wobbly. I, think, I believe yeah yeah the Johnson goal like yeah. number one Dougie. Just if you're not gonna if you're not gonna block it, just get the hell out of the way, please. Uh, I hate that. It's a pet peeve of mine. Just stand up, right? Let the goalie see the puck. If you're down blocking, you can't see it. And it's hitting, it's hitting you going bar down, like, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. <sighs> but now how good are Kucherov points, Stamkos, those guys right now? They're just oh, putting that team on their good. back. It's not even close. Like, th- I think that's kind of the difference. Like, I know, um, I mean, obviously, other than the power play and stuff that we've been, I've been stressing and uh, the depth I think Tampa has. Or not the depth, more or less the. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like the the the, the veteran leadership, I guess we could call it, right? And but yeah, you got Kucherov's got eight points. Like Aho's been playing great, but then it's there's like a drastic. Well, even cutoff, Sve- even right? Svechnikov has done good this series. He has yeah, five, he's, he... five points in four games in this series. Like he's not any slouch right now. Like he's done better than he did in the first series. I think. hundred oh, percent. Yeah, I totally agree. It's just. So now at points what, here, like it's just, it, I don't know. It's, so now I was got 11, man. I'm <laughs> almost curious. Got eight. <laughs> yeah. And I, we're the stalls kind of disappeared. Right. So yeah. Stall. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, he, he, he did score the nice winner uh, yesterday or not yesterday, but game three there actually. That's but, right. He did. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it makes me wonder though. Now I, I've been against Tampa Bay slightly want them to lose, but I'm not going to discredit them. They're they're a strong team. They they got the depth. They got the sk- the speed, the skill, the the grit. Like they're they're a pretty tough team to play against as well. They got Wait. the goaltending. But I'm almost wondering right now, you know, to all those people, I guess that have gone on and say, oh well, COVID Cup didn't count and whatever. I'm wondering if they maybe they're actually motivated a little bit more by saying, hey, we got our fans back in the building. Let's go fucking win another one for these guys. Like yeah. let, let's do this like for real this time, and I, I'm not. I'm curious if that's maybe what's motivating them here. Just silence the doubters, right? Yeah. Like what? What? What's everybody going to say now? Like why not go for a back to back? And I mean, I don't want them to win back to back, but they're they're they're, they're good. good. Like they're they're a good team. Yeah, and like I said, I think them being like having uh, been like like we've talked we we touched on how good they've been over the last ten years. I think that's huge now. It's it's their time. It, it really is, right? Like, it just looks. They just look. They get down a couple, and they're not. They they don't panic. They just stick to the plan, and they know they're good enough to come back, right? And that's a scary thing. When and Carolina know, took six penalties yesterday. Yeah, you, you can't do that. We said that at the beginning of the series. You cannot take penalties against Tampa. You have to stay disciplined. And I don't know what the calls were. There's been some really dog crap. I'm not going to swear as much today. That's my goal. <laughs> um, there's been some dog poop officiating this playoffs uh, a la the Vegas game in overtime the game two or whatever but I was um, going to mention that so thank you for bringing that well, up <laughs> so I, I don't know what the calls were like but uh, every time I've watched them they just they seem to I, I don't know if they're tired or what but Carolina just doesn't look like the same team to me I mean I didn't watch yesterday again I was driving back from Bath right so but uh, yeah I don't know yeah, it's definitely going to be curious to see how they, they handle game five now. Obviously, they got to win four in a row now against a good, a very good Tampa Bay team. Yeah, so Montreal did it. I mean, if Montreal can do it. Yeah, so, I mean, well, Montreal, they, they played the Leafs, so yeah. yeah okay. they, 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 they played Toronto. Toronto didn't have their best players going. Tampa has their best players going. And, and that's what makes these teams so good is when the, the stakes are high, it's they're all in and it's yep. it's fun they find to watch. that next level right yeah vasilevsky actually yesterday was was probably one of my biggest question marks i was stunned at some of the goals that he was letting in the one by slavin the fourth goal right over the top of the shoulder short side oh he actually looked human 
and Carolina was taking full advantage of this. And yeah. the goaltending for them just couldn't do it. And I was so disappointed. I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm well, not like it was just demoralizing. And I couldn't even imagine being on the bench for Carolina and seeing you, your own goalie letting in some of the, the goals or some of the bounces happening against you that were causing some of the Tampa Bay goals. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it, man. This this has been like this playoffs. Oh, yeah, that's a bad goal. I don't know how that even goes in. He doesn't even know. <laughs> it's a nice shot, I mean, from that angle, definitely. But you got to make that save. We, we were talking about um, how good the goaltending has been in this playoffs, though. It's definitely a storyline. Like, like top to bottom, right? For the most part. I mean, obviously, let's not bring up uh, – oh, off the post, off his back and in. Okay, cool. Um, let's not bring up Tristan Jari. But uh, other than that, man, and I know there's some woes right now, like at Carolina, right? So, and uh, even the Islanders are kind of having some uh, some questionable goaltending. But, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy story, man, just to see how dominant the goalies have been this whole series or yeah. the whole playoffs, sorry. No, and it's it's something that is fun to watch because it kind of reminds me of the old time hockey, like you know, back in early two thousands when you had like Marty Broder and Patrick Waugh and Marty Turco and Chris Osgood and Osgood and all those guys, right? So it's all it's a little bit reminding me of that kind of or those kind of days. Yeah, yeah, we've touched on that. It's definitely it's definitely there, man. We're getting there. So yeah, no, it's, it's gonna fun be to fun. see. If- I, I'm curious to see how ta- how Carolina turns it around. My, my biggest thing for them here is staying on the box. Tampa's too good. Uh, if you, if Carolina can stay on the box, they actually only had one one giveaway yesterday. Carolina. Oh wow! So they cleaned that up. So if they cleaned up the, the their penalty situation, stay on the box, don't get agitated. I mean, they might they had a chance. They're up four to two. Like they've just shown everybody they can outplay Tampa Bay because they were, and Tampa just somehow found that extra gear they found like they just start shooting the puck and it, it went in and you know that i think that was the difference maker is the, the penalties that the carolina took yeah you need saves man and and you got to stay out of the box like what was what's their power play clicking at here oh, um, for tampa bay yeah i thought i saw a well, 41.2 for the yeah, playoffs it's good <laughs> yikes <laughs> like, yeah. stay off the freaking penalty kill yeah, that's probably uh, – uh, yeah. Don't take but any more penalties. I'm going to say they're going to go back to Ned, though, for game five. He deserves it, man. I think so. I, I, I don't think, from what I've seen, I don't think um, Razak's shown anything to, to to convince you otherwise that he's a guy, right? So, well, he did good in game three, and that's why you're like, okay, like maybe he's going to take the ball and run with it. And yeah. game four just completely – Went out to left field, essentially. So yeah. he, it, 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 we got to keep in mind, like he hasn't played a lot, right? He so, was hurt for a big, big chunk of the season. Yeah. So, and I think I don't know, like if he played really any games going into playoffs. He, I think he only played one or two, if I remember correctly. So, so. yeah, it's hard. That is tough. That's a very tough spot to be in. I mean, I'm not a goalie, so I mean, suck it up and stop the puck, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just that easy job yeah. we don't have to worry about dumbass demon turning the puck over or anything you know what just do what Dominic Kasich used to do just <laughs> put your head in front of it okay put your blocker but throw your stick at the guy Pucks, hey, do something right? pucks hurt though <laughs> well I don't know Jelly I mean I wasn't allergic to pucks because somehow found my freaking foot every time as a defenseman <laughs> <laughs> true uh, but no, you know what? It'll it'll be good. I still I don't think Carolina's going to roll over and die, and and it'll be good to see how Game Five goes. I think this will go to Game Six, and from there, I, I hope it goes to Game Seven. I'd love to see a Game Seven between these two teams when they're both rolling. They're in Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Carolina's okay. next game. Okay. Carolina has home ice advantage, so hopefully they can pull it out. Yeah. Onto a bit more of an even series, I'd say. Now, when we talk about Boston and New York Islanders, you actually kind of threw a little jab with their goalies, and I'm going to disagree with you there, Joe. Their goalies have been excellent this series. Do we, do we need to talk through the Marshawn goal, the overtime goal? It was a perfectly placed shot. Yeah, but he's his the middle of his body was like on the post. Why are you going past your post? Don't go past your post. Stay inside your goddamn net. You make that save, John. He had no angle there. Like, he was completely lost. It was bad. 
so Varlamov has together. come in and been a rock star for these guys, I, though. I get he it. Only... We just talk about like having to make saves, and he didn't make the save that mattered, right? And okay, it was a fair. bad angle. It's a bad goal to let in. That's fair. And I, I, okay, I won't uh, disagree with you on that one. But he's been strong Sorry, for them. Like he's been excellent. Like only one goal against yesterday, two the night before with like forty-two shots against him. And yeah, this series could be a lot different, man. He, he he has been excellent for them, in my opinion. But I mean, when you're going against Tuca, you you have to be that good. Like Tuca has been also equally as excellent with them. Yeah, they 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 went off a little bit last night, right? The uh, the Islanders. It was good to see. Guess who went I, off? I, yeah, Barzell. Barzell finally. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Barzell has two goals now in his last two games. I bet you anything, he's going to explode next game as well. He's a he's finally finding his feet here. He's getting his legs going, getting some good bounces. He got a good can opener, so that kind of woke him up a little bit. Thanks to Krejci. Um, yeah, he got a five thousand dollar fine for that. Hey, that's so soft. And again, five thousand dollar fine. Suspension, no. Yeah, <laughs> the guy absolutely can open him. Like that's a spear, John. That is a straight spear to the oh. nuts, right? Like I don't get it. Man. Like the poor guy probably wants to start a family, and now Krejci took that away from him. Like ah, you can always adopt a man. It's <laughs> <laughs> always a kid out there who needs who's in need. Barzell looks freaking good though now. Like he's been flying this series. He's finally yeah. got that that breakthrough. Man, I, I like this New York Islanders team. I call me crazy. They're not the most flashiest team on there, but they play that four line team. Like they, they they just rolled every line. Matt Martin's out there playing ten to fourteen minutes a game. Matt Martin. Like yeah, that's not good. Like, but but Matt Martin's only like I, I don't know his stats off the top of my head here. I'll go pull it up here. He he but, played eight forty one last night, but he's still a guy that's an impact out there. Like you see him mixing it up every time out there with somebody new and somehow getting in people's heads about it. Yeah, like Matt so Martin's plus two. That's like, one of the notes. I uh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, I, it was just it, it's amazing me how yeah he has no points whatever thirteen pims, but he's plus two. A fourth line guy that is only playing maybe twelve minutes a game at, on average, and he's still plus two. Like that's amazing for a fourth line guy to be, especially at his kind of caliber, if you will. Like kind of that tough guy, kind of enforcer role. Like he, he's not going to yeah. score goals for you, but he's not letting them go against him either. He's, meaning he's being equally as responsible defensively. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I just I, one thing. I, it's funny we bring up like. Um... Martin mucking it up and it, there's a scrum after every whistle in this series. And I think Boston needs to get away from that. It, it looks like they're so worried. Like, like Taylor Hall fighting Scott Mayfield. Why? Right. Like now Taylor Hall, I mean, I'm not Mayfield's a great D man. I totally get it. But now you're like, now Hall's not on the ice for five minutes. Who wins in that situation? Like the Islanders benefited from that. Right. You're yeah. One of the, so, like to me, like stay out of the scrums as best you can. They're still going to happen and stuff, but don't don't let that become your focus, right? And that's kind of how I feel. It's like Boston's so worried about um, uh, maybe not worried about it, but there's they, they just get sucked into that, right? And, and, and I don't think it's benefiting them in any way. So, what especially you- if the refs are starting to take one guy, right? Like if you're just taking one, one, whatever, right? Like. It's just not going to work out in their favor. And now think about back when the Islanders played Pittsburgh. What did they do to beat Pittsburgh? The same thing. Exact same thing. Just and, muck it up, right? And they just... were down two to one in the series. Yeah. It gets frustrating, man, getting face washed after every freaking whistle, right? It, it will. Yeah. And, and then you're going to take dumb penalties at that point, too. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to throw a sucky at somebody and you're screwed, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, Boston can't get into that. Just, you're too good. Like, just skate away, right? Like, whatever. Like they have so much offensive potential. This te- the Boston team, the guys like Taylor Hall has been a nice addition for them. He's actually showing yep. some some good um, buy-in, if you will. Like he's been buying in a lot more, more than I've seen to any other team he's played on so far. Yeah, he's he- really he's going after the pucks. He's hitting. He's fighting. You know, I've never seen that kind of that side of Taylor Hall before in my life. Yeah. I don't hate him fighting. Like, I think that's that's great. Like, I, that would get me up on the bench. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to fight, like, fight Barzell. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, seriously, though, like, it's weird to say, right? But, like... But not necessarily, they, though, because why why would you take away your best player? You know, like... 
one of your yeah that's what i'm saying like there's you that's five minutes you don't have access to this guy right like i just don't get it no i I don't get it either and they lose scott mayfield like no offense scott mayfield but yeah you're not yeah take a sheet for five it's okay we'll we'll move on and and get past this and we'll get you back on the ice yeah exactly right um so taylor hall has five points in nine games three goals two assists i'll take that so i mean not bad for for a guy being on the team there i mean obviously you're gonna have your top three headed monster and pasternak by the way please tell me you saw that talk about this (laughs) wow yeah we were you were over like like you were over yesterday we were sitting upstairs watching the game and we both like we're like oh score and then he hit the post he hit the post and then somehow varlamov kind of turned back and and covered it up and oh it it didn't hit him and go in like i was like oh it's gonna go off the goalie's foot or like when he turned and put his paddle down i'm like oh he'll just hit it and it didn't happen it's a miracle it was crazy man man i've never terrible like he sucks (laughs) (laughs) oh geez could could you imagine he's probably having nightmares about that that scoring chance like he's so good that that's a one in a million miss he's ever gonna have yeah and he just crumbled too, hey? Oh, I loved it, man. He just, like, head down in his hands laying there. On the <laughs> like, <laughs> we've like, all been I, there, I've felt his pain because I would do that. Like, that would be a, a Petrash move. That would be... Yeah, that's know, why you're a D-man. Yeah. But, again, <laughs> that's a one-in-a-million miss he had. Oh, man. Oh, like, and, and I'm curious now, and, I, you know, you can always go back and look and, and be like, well, you know, would that have changed the game? It, it very well could have changed the game. You know, it could have changed the outcome, the momentum, the could have really quiet down um, Nassau uh, Coliseum there. You know, those yeah. little those little breaks are in playoff hockey are so much more mag- magnified. I feel. Well, when was that? That was in the second period, I believe. I think that would have made him. That would have been two nothing, if I'm not wrong, right? Or was it one one at that point? I can't remember. I can't remember either right now. I was a few whiskey and cokes in me at that point, so I'm, I was just watching and I might not. Yeah, have. I'd, be, I'd been drinking for like seven hours, eight hours already. So <laughs> those whiskey and cokes are going down very smooth too. So it was it was oh. pretty good. I that watching the game and, and enjoying a few of those. So uh, I think it would have been probably one one. I'm guessing at that time though, off the top of my head. But yeah, and, I'm just trying to find it. But yeah, whatever. But it, 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 yeah, it, I think it would definitely. Oh yeah, here it is. It was at sixteen oh four in the second period, so it was one nothing. That would have made it. That would have made it two nothing. Yeah, and then you can't tell me that doesn't change some of the game. Oh hell yeah! Right, like two goals leads are. I mean, obviously, it's a lot more than a one goal lead. It's twice as many goals, but yeah, that, that I can't believe that man. I still can't. Especially a guy like that caliber, like he that's a tap in for him, you know? Like it that's is. like that's like Tiger Woods missing like a one foot tap in part, like our bogey or birdie shot, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. <laughs> um it just doesn't happen. But with oh well. Boston too, I, I mean I gotta say I'm impressed with Lazar and, and Taylor Hall, the additions that they made with those guys. Yeah. Even like they've just filled in their, their spots on the forward end pretty nicely, actually, I think, in the playoff run here. Yeah, it just kind of rounded out that forward group, right? I feel. Well, they they, they have that Pasternak, Bergeron, Marchand line, and then yeah. kind of past that. I mean, now what's nice that they have Taylor Hall out there that can be the depth guy. They got Krejci, they got Nick Ritchie, they got Craig Smith, Charlie Coyle, DeBrusque. DeBrusque. Like people like that that are just kind of really filling in the depth on that team and it's it's actually kind of fun to watch these guys i mean i'm not i'm not a boston fan by any means obviously but i mean i i got to give credit where it's due with the team's talent and and the team's the, the way they're playing right now it's you know they're gonna be tough they're gonna be a tough out here but go wild yeah i i think this series goes to seven man i really do and i i would have given a like i would have said i've said i think boston was gonna win yeah, see, I got Isles and Six right now. now. Yeah, I still think this goes to seven, and that's just a crapshoot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, the, I don't know. The Islanders have done everything we said they needed to do, right? Just yeah. be stingy on defense and stuff, and and now uh, you know, the, other than even if Varlamov makes that save in uh, in overtime, there, right? Don't let in that crappy goal. That could have been uh, perfectly placed shot. I call it, Joe. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Next that time, was a snipe. Next time you're over, I'll show why it's so bad. But that was a perfectly placed shot. The angle Marshan was at to even get to that point on the net with it with that shot. I, I don't care. It's you got to make that save. Why are you past your post? I don't understand. Like, right? It just doesn't make sense. Well, he's Russian, Jelly. I don't know. Talk to him I, in Russian. Ask him. I will. Like, probably don't want to go there again, do you? You probably want to stay on your <laughs> angle and stay inside your net, right? Yeah. Instead of being two feet outside of it. Okay, cool. I you know who else has been a good it. addition for for uh, in this series? No, I don't. Can you guess? <laughs> uh, uh, we got traded at the deadline for uh, for the Isles. Paul Mary? Yeah. What yeah. a pickup for them too. Five goals, two assists, seven points, right? Plus five in the ten games so far. That's yep. huge. What they give up for him too? Like I don't think was it a well, first? Well, they got him and uh, was it Travis Zate? No, maybe Andy Green. I can't remember now off the top of my head. Jeez, I'll have to look it up. But Kyle Palmieri and I think it was like a first rounder or two or something. And well, I mean, it's working out. Hey, I I, I think he's going to resign there. He really fits in that mold pretty good, actually, for them too. Yeah, it really does. It was Zajac was traded as well. Yeah. But five goals, like he he leads their team in, in goals right now, for for the playoffs. Yeah, I'll take that. So I mean, and then you look at their depth. I mean, all four lines, uh, as I mentioned. I mean, you got Pajot, Bovillier, Bailey, Barzell, Nelson, Palmieri, Everly. Those guys all have over five points in ten games. All of them, like, yeah. they're, they're, and they each have two, three, four goals, and five for Palmieri. Yeah, like that's it's... Clutterbuck has two goals. Like Zizekas has two goals. <laughs> clusterfuck. Like, <laughs> uh, clusterfuck. That's what I usually call them. Like they're playing like a team. And, and I, I can't wait to see game five now. Uh, it's going to be yeah. fun. Well, and, and you see it on their time on ice too, right? Like they don't have anyone over 1702. Everyone else is below that on the, uh, on the forward side. Right. Yeah. I think the it only shows are four D lines. Or... Yep. Yeah. They're D like our 22 Mayfield had 2232. Pollock's 24, like, Letty's 24, Pellock's 24. Like, their D are all pretty, pretty it's similar. That, right? It's just so balanced, right? Yeah. No, they're they're fun to watch, man. I, I know people harp on them again, as I said the last few, you know, being boring and, and not really exciting. But, I mean, maybe it's who I am. Maybe it's how I, I like the game a little bit. I, I like that kind of four-line rolling and getting going and, and playing as a team, and I think it's fun to watch. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man. But, I, I, yeah, I, I, I still take Boston. I think they just having that uh, experience. Is no. like we've got to talk about it with Tampa. I think it's so important. So we'll see. No. And then that Paul Mary's Ajax trade story, by the way, was uh, for AJ Greer, Mason Jobs, a first this year and a fourth next. It's working. So actually, not yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I, I would take that. Jeez, that's so, uh, you know, you lose this year's first, whatever, you move on and. I don't think they, they these guys are going to stay there. I, I think I, I, I'd be shocked to see Palmieri leave. Especially yeah, after they, what he's done. Cap, yeah, I don't think the cap's a big issue there either. So no. Now, Jelly, I, I just want to talk a little bit about yesterday. I mean, it was your birthday. Yeah, we, uh, we celebrated your forty-fifth birthday. Um, <laughs> you know, congratulations <laughs> to you making it past the milestone, and now you're over the hill. But you know what? It was a lot of fun actually having a fire outside. I know you went golfing there. So how was your golf round, buddy? Uh, it wasn't bad, Johnny. Let's be honest. It wasn't terrible. What did you Got shoot? Got a couple pars in there. I don't know. I don't know. I was drunk by like seven, so I stopped. <laughs> I'm sure I was probably like 12 over on nine, right? Like, so whatever. But it was fun, though, man. Hit some good shots. I hit this beautiful wedge shot uh, on the ninth hole. So like within a foot, so I mean that was pretty cool. Where where did you play again? Banff National. Ooh, that's a nice. <laughs> if anyone here has never actually, um, like, if you're not from Alberta or whatever, and and haven't seen like Banff National or not Banff National, sorry, it's Banff Springs or whatever now, right? Yeah. Take a look at it. it there, we just played the nine hole course there. The uh, oh shoot, what's it called? The Rundle Nine or something like that. Yep. That's freaking gorgeous, man. And the main course is even nicer. So. 
Yeah, I remember playing that the main course, and that was probably geez eight years ago. Now I've played there. That's and yeah, no, it was actually a good round. I shot about an eighty-eight, I think it was that. So I was pretty. Happy oh hell yeah! But no, it's a tough I, course overall, though. I get that main course. It's it's not easy, man. A lot of big old bunkers kicking around. Bunkers, Usually, water, like yeah, some bears are sticking around. You know, hanging out at, at the greens. You know. <laughs> You're hit, hitting into elk. <laughs> we didn't see any wildlife other than like squirrels and uh, mountain gophers and stuff like that. We mountain see... gophers? Did what? Yeah, there's gophers. Mountain, mountain gophers, gophers? You said? Yeah, I've it's never gophers, heard that. But they're in the mountain. I've never heard that before. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they're kind of cool. They got the white tips on their tail. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be fun to shoot. <laughs> Not that I would ever shoot gophers, but uh, <laughs> yeah, because we're animal friendly people. Yes, yeah, well, I mean, I, we are, but not. I mean, not my horse to those. Yeah, yeah, like horses and want... dogs and cats and, and all. Yeah, that. I don't want them yeah. getting hurt because yeah. of a hole in a field, right? So yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah usually, like the first time I played there, there was a like elk everywhere. Man, it was crazy. We were like hitting into herds of elk. It was so stupid. <laughs> Could you? Imagine? Or sorry, pardon me, elks, right? According <laughs> to CFL. Could you imagine? Well, apparently, if you hit one of those too, like if you hit an animal, like a bear or a deer or something, that's I think I heard a fine against you or something. Like, like if if you get caught doing that, was not my fault? They're laying in the middle of the freaking fairway. <laughs> you gotta know how to shoot the shot. Shot next Don't time. They know. <laughs> I, I couldn't hit them if I tried. It's, uh, you know what, for all those people listening, definitely go check out the Banff Springs golf course. It's, uh, it's a it's, little pricey, but I mean, I, it's, it's one of those once in a lifetime kind of moments that, you know, you're golfing in the mountains and it's pretty fun, actually. Yeah, I it's spectacular that views. Yeah. Maybe we, I'll send you a photo, Johnny. We'll put it up on the old, uh, Instagram and stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. And how, Just, uh, um, how, 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 how's your thought on our Instagram right now? I mean, people are starting to get more engaged now. I like it, man. Keep doing what you're doing. It's fun. Like it's, hearing it's people fun. talk and it's, it's having their own well, opinion. We didn't, it's not like we had any like hot topics to talk about recently either. No, like it's been pretty boring lately, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, so boring. That one hit was pretty clean and, uh, Super you know, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's um, been awesome with that. Yeah. It's been great, man. We appreciate all the engagement you guys are giving and the feedback and whatnot. It's been pretty, uh, keeps us motivated. That's for sure. Hearing that you guys are actually enjoying the crap we talk about and it's only going to keep getting better too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just looking uh paul stasny was on the ice for warm-ups today so ooh, that's uh that's gonna replace shifley no problem <laughs> i mean it's a, it's something you can score <laughs> he's, he, he's good but he's he, he's a third liner now it's not it's not shifley <laughs> yeah i wonder if he even dresses if shifley's not hurt I think or, he would. Sorry, part of me. I think he does. I think so. I, yeah, I mean, he's I, a good depth guy. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, are they rushing him back because uh, Chifley's out now? Like, right? You know what I mean? Or is Win- this... Uh, Winnipeg just didn't do enough. And I guess now we can even go into that series. To me as well. <laughs> Winnipeg right didn't do enough offensively last game. Like, I was watching the game, and I wasn't even concerned that they were going to score. Like I literally felt they just played so, bland. I know? was terrible for watching sports this weekend, other than last night, because I on I didn't even watch the game on Friday because I was volunteering at the uh, vaccination clinic downtown. You, you were doing your time elsewhere, and hey, Jelly, we thank you and appreciate all your services yeah. you do for us here Thanks, in brother. Calgary. Yeah. yeah, shut up, man. That was so sarcastic. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, that's so funny you know what jelly like i i would pay to see you there though like i i, I might even go down there just to visit just to see how yeah come on in Wait are, you, are you are you wearing a face mask or are you like wearing one of those face shields or, or anything i like have that? to wear both so you have to wear like eye protection as well it's just ahs standard now so I, yeah i put a medical grade mask on and then you have to wear i wear one of those shields are you a doctor now pretty much like, is that like if you're there now, do they consider you a doctor? Yeah, I wish, man. Just get my doctorate. <laughs> Come with a nice pay raise. No. no, I'm not as cool as Wally and Hess, man. I mean, they've put in all their time, what, eight plus years of school. Jelly yeah. walks in two weeks in, 
doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor now, right? So <laughs> this is a house no, it's learning fun. doctors. Yeah. It's good though, man. It's uh it's fun. It's good to see people getting out and getting it and moving on. And it's nice to see people after yeah. a year of not seeing people. But uh, so I didn't watch the Montreal game, but like everything like UD and Brad were texting me and it was like quiet. And I'm like, Oh, this isn't good. Right. Like what's going on if they're not talking to me? Like, and I, I, I think you're right, man. I think it was just Montreal just kind of, I mean, we like Foley's goal was absolutely spectacular. Foley's goal was unbelievable. That puck patience. Oh my God. Like, just doo, doo, doo. oh, I'm just gonna to- like toe drag this through the slot. I'm not really too worried about getting blown up. I'm just gonna keep holding it until I have the right shot and took it. And oh, what a goal! But yeah, and, I... and Montreal looked good defensively. Like they just shut down Winnipeg. They kept all their chances to the outside. Like the power play was non-existent, and hopefully that keeps it up there. But well, and, they, and they played crazy... together. Yeah, the crazy thing about Montreal right now is they can play whatever style they want. You want to run and gun, they're in. Yeah. Right, but they they've been capable since game four of um, the first series to actually like shut down defensively, right, and kind of with like limit chances. The Winnipeg screwed, man. They can't score, but they have that skill still. Like I, regardless of Shifley being out, I mean that's a big piece to lose. And I actually, to be quite honest, I thought the four game suspension was a little bit much more than I thought. I, I mean, I like I yeah. said, I thought it'd be a two game suspension. I thought. Yeah, I thought two, three at the max, right? Yeah, for sure, and... right? Because the max for that, that for the charging penalty is um, five. So I mean, they almost gave them the the maximum they possibly could, right? That which yeah. is wild to think. And but now you think about it, you got a sniper in Connors, you got a sniper in Ehlers, you got a sniper in even Wheeler can can tuck the puck, you know, yeah. more times than not, and. You know, it's not like they got no pieces. They even have Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's been a freaking ghost out there the entire series. I have yeah. not noticed Pierre-Luc Dubois once in this series so far. No. Nope. For, and for trading him for line eight, I think that was a terrible <laughs> trade period. But, you for know, like, <laughs> but where, where is he? Like, he's not contributing, I think. Like, it's it's he's not being that piece that they brought in for. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with them, man. They do have the pieces, but like you said, Montreal's just limit. Like they are so capable of just shutting them down. And they have characters. Like those, big, those top four guys for Montreal, right? Edmonton and all like uh, Perry or uh, sorry, Perry or not? Jesus, I always say Perry, not Petrie, and Webs and stuff, right? Like they've just done such a good job defensively. You with really got to get the forward. marbles out of your mouth, Jelly. Yeah, I know that was a train wreck. I'm still hungover, all right. So everyone chill. <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about. Petrie's been stepping up, Weber and Edmondson, and oh, who's the other guy? Sherratt. I mean, th- those guys have been unbelievable in the top four. And even Kakaniemi on offense, he's coming out of nowhere. He's coming out like this is like his coming out time where he's showing why he belongs in this league. Who? Kakaniemi. Oh, God. He's playing great, man. Thanks he's having a hell of a series. Hey, I, I just it. don't doubt. I was got distracted by this guy running into the wall in the outfield. Didn't, <laughs> didn't see the warning track or didn't feel the warning track underneath his feet, I guess. I don't know. Kaka <laughs> uh, has been excellent to Foley. Stahl's been even good. Stahl's five assists. Like, you know. They're, they're yeah, he's doing what you brought right him in for, right? Like, they, they, that's all you needed from him. They're from actually Stahl, fun right? to like, watch. Like, and like yeah. I said, I'm not a Montreal fan. Like, I and I will be buying a jersey. I, you know, I, I've made my promise and I will buy a jersey. But I get my tattoo Thursday, by the way. And oh, that's exciting. But I, again, they just they're finding ways to win as a team. And it's actually a lot yeah. of fun to watch. It's they're emotional, they're invested. It's almost like they believe that they're going to win. Now, once they get to the U.S. teams, then um, look out. Yeah, look out. Teams like this are scary, though, man. Not a lot of talent, just some depth guys, right? Like, they don't have a superstar on forward. I think there's a few that are going to be, a.k.a. Suzuki. I think Cockney can be, and uh, Caulfield as well, right? But they they don't have, like, that guy right... Yeah, they don't have that guy right now, right? But... uh, they play for each other, man. You can see it. Like they just love each other. You you watch like the post game stuff, and you know they're all just so happy for one another. Like they're doing it for the guy next to them, not for themselves, right? And that's Which what is you want to see. It's that's a dangerous thing, especially when you have a goalie like Carey Price. Carey I'm just Price looking at the net level. He's oh. on another level. 
playoff carry price is completely different than regular season carry price. It is like he has complete 180. And we, we mentioned, I think in episode three there, it's like a, a switch gets turned on and it's have fun. Just enjoy not scoring yeah. ever again. So Montreal's penalty kill is 96.4%. Wow. That's actually that's really high. Awesome. Yeah. That's the highest in the playoffs. Well, and carry price save percentage. 935. Is that it? Oh, carry 2.08 935 save percentage. Oh, be, be better. Be better. <laughs> like that's tied with Tuca for the second highest save percentage. That's insane right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what to say, man. Like, God. But, like, I, I think they're doing the right thing, too. Like, I think Montreal's doing a good job limiting those scoring opportunities now, right? Like, he's definitely... They're doing better, but, I mean, Price has still had to come up with those big saves, too. Yeah, and yeah. He's able to. No, I'm not taking anything away from him. Trust me. Like, he's definitely making the... But it's just, yeah, I think they're doing a good job. Because it got kind of scary there for uh, game two, three, and four against Toronto. But they've... I don't know, man. It, I don't know what was said in that dressing room or if Descharm just stopped coaching or something. I think Ducharme stopped coaching. I think it's Weber, (laughs) Petrie, those guys now coaching. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever, it's working. Don't stop. Off topic here because I'm looking at that right now. Kucherov has 17 points. (laughs) Pardon? 17 points and 12 of them are on the power play. Stop making Tampa Bay go on the power play. Man, that's still 10 even strength goals in 10 games. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> this guy sucks. Like, and think about it. McKinnon's been having it off the chart playoffs, and he's at 13 points. Oh no, he sorry, 12 power play points. He's only had five even strength points. Yeah. Oh, I'm off. So it's half half point a game. But still 12 power play points. Strength. Yeah, that's crazy, man. You can't. Like, where's Stam- Stamco's got eight? No, the- um, no, Hedman has nine. Yeah, Stamkos has eight. Point has seven. Kaloran has five. <laughs> like, oh <my> scary man. <laughs> Anyways, off topic on that one there, but no. I, but, what is uh? So what does Winnipeg have to do to be better? What do you think? Winnipeg I, needs I just, to start dictating the play. They're just they they can be aggressive at times and, and on their forecheck and and you see it, but it's just like they don't have the proper support though. Like they're on the they're on the forecheck, but they're not supporting each other enough. Like they're not. Yeah you know, being on the D side of the puck or not having numbers back. And then when they do get the opportunities to get on offense, it's like they just kind of stay to the outside. I feel like I haven't seen them get to the high dangerous kind of scoring areas, right? In, in the house as what we call it. So I think they, they need to start getting hungry as far as finding a way to, to get in the house and, and getting yeah. greasy goals, getting in front of price, because you're not going to beat price on a clean shot. That's not going to happen. And you've seen every goal that seems to be priced is a deflection, a backdoor play, even that you'll probably stop it anyways. But it's like a greasy deflection, rebound, kind of one of those goals. Yeah, off off uh, Petrie twice. <laughs> like stop <laughs> trying to block the shot, up. Petrie. Yeah. I, how many times I got to say this? Just get the fuck out of the way. Let the goalie make the save. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just – I don't see – like I just – this whole series, and even against Edmonton, they never did anything to make me think they were lethal. No, but they played good enough defensively, and I think that was all that they wanted to do at that time was just to shut down McDavid and Drysaddle, right? Well, so, yeah, we've talked about the hell that that's what you got to do, right? But I think that whole week off really killed them, killed the momentum, did. it killed yep. uh, you know how they were feeling in the game, that mojo. And now they they can't even find it right now. It seems so. I'm one. I'm excited to see the game here, which is actually starting in a few minutes. So it'll be, we'll good. be good. It'll start at like three or four fourteen or something. Yeah. So we got a little bit of time still, oh, yeah. but yeah. And then also Montreal, Winnipeg, they play back to back. Okay, so they play again tomorrow night. Yeah, I know. Oh, so that's gonna be a grind. I actually so. Montreal wins tonight. I'm going to do a little hypothetical here. Montreal wins tonight, so it's Sunday. It's June 6th. Kind of rainy outside just for everybody at home. Kind of get a setting, you know, get that feel. A little rainy, a little kind of dark clouds rolling in. Um, Montreal wins tonight. Say they win 4-3 to three tonight. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. 
you're not going to be able to sit outside. So Winnipeg's going to win. No, they are going <laughs> to win. And you know what? Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> it's your fault, John. <laughs> hey, we still got your flag here. Okay, that's our good luck. Yeah, leave that. <laughs> don't don't bring that back. Okay. <laughs> and so they're going to win four three. Montreal. Is, yeah, and is I'm curious because this is what happened to Edmonton, right? So Montreal is going to win tonight. And now they play on a back-to-back again. Winnipeg plays back-to-back game three and four in the, in the first series and now in the second series. And what happens now if that reverse happens, right? Like, so they swept uh, Edmonton on a back-to-back. Now Montreal yeah. can sweep them on a back-to-back. Yeah, it's scary. And then, like, so, like, looking forward, if, let's say that does happen. Now they're going to have to wait. At least, like, let's say, even if Colorado wins tonight and on Wednesday, you're probably not looking till like a June 11th start, right? So you got like you're gonna have five days off. I would almost rather have that happen though. I for for Montreal, I feel that week off will actually be good for them. I I think given some of the older guys on that team, you're probably not wrong. Actually, like, like Price could take a break <laughs> that's fine price would probably love that he'd be like yeah. and probably weber and petrie would yeah love exactly. it too as well right like well and, and then like you get more of a chance to get evans back too right evans back and then you can also start watching colorado and vegas and making a plan now i have no yeah. faith in Ducharme making that but you know weber and petrie yeah. will probably do that for them but no no plans all right just go just go play hockey boys that's the plan moving forward <laughs> <laughs> stop the best players yeah, don't <laughs> let their top players score. Seize your opportunities. And I'm curious win. if that kind of karma comes around though with Winnipeg after sweeping Edmonton, and now they do that with Mon- or Montreal does it to Winnipeg. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just there's something about this, and usually my gut's wrong, but I, I feel like my gut's telling me that this is not going to be a long series, and Montreal's probably going to win. And now, Unless, on top, now they to... also have fans too, right? Twenty five hundred, baby. I keep forgetting about that because we're in Canada. Okay. Woo. Yeah, so I mean that's I'm excited because we've only seen they only had one game with fans. Game and they six. played excellent. Oh, they yeah, they're the better team top to bottom. They kind of laid off in the third a little bit, but yeah, it, it's gonna be fun again tonight, man. I just forgot. I just thought about that. Yeah, so they have 2,500 fans in the stands now. Um, guys like Perry and Stella are also gonna be huge for them. I I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, the the Shifley hit kind of just made everything off in this series if you will like for winnipeg I, I really thought this would be a bit more of a series like i think i said seven if i remember correctly but i i don't yeah, i don't I, see um, it happening now i don't like how he, he handled his whole media availability and stuff too after the suspension came out and how he didn't he t- kind of took ownership but didn't really take ownership for it and like apologized to his team and shit like i don't know like i just i don't know there's just a, something about it right that i just like there's been that stigma around this team right now. And can I say, really though, play, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and can I say, what a fucking low scumball you have to be to go after somebody's family, though? Yeah. Oh, like, that. that is completely scum. Like, go after the player if you're mad. And I've never had to feel like that before. Like, I've been mad at hockey and whatever, but I don't go after. Like, well, it's okay. what, like we're, what, we call out people on this podcast, right? But we don't go after their family. No, like, fuck no. Why like, would I do that? They what, got nothing like, to do with it. <laughs> like going after his dad and his mom and his wife and his kids. Like his. Like, why are you messaging the, his family, his parents? Like, grow up. Like, yeah. if you have to go after that much people just to feel good about yourself, then you need to fucking reevaluate your life a little bit and figure out what makes you tick and what makes you happy. Because as much as I love the sports and I love the games and everything, it's just a game, though. Shit happens. It was a shitty play. It was a shitty hit. It, and you know what? Leave it. Let yeah. him do his thing. Let the NHL do their thing. Let the players do their thing. And let's fucking move on with our life here. Because that that just pissed me off when I heard that his parents and, and wife and kids were getting messages and, yeah. and you know, threats I, like that. So that, that irked me. It's not a great look. There's a lot of tough people now that we can all sit behind a keyboard and just talk mad all sorts of mad shit and never have to actually confront these people right they're, they're the ultimate keyboard warrior they're, they're the ultimate keyboard warriors the ultimate i'll say lack of better terms bitches and 
like they, they, they have nothing better. I'm not gonna yeah. use it. But. Yeah, they have nothing better to do. They they sit oh. at home and they're you know probably live in their mom's basement and feel like yeah. they're all in power. It's fucking pathetic, man. But also to the people listening, it's not just because they're Montreal fans. This happens literally all the fucking time. Every every market I feel has it. Unfortunately, oh, every market, yeah, the every market has the the every market has those fans that are just the yeah. losers of them, and they they give everybody the bad rap, if yep. you will. And then, so. unfortunately, it, it came out in this circumstance here. So, but the, you, you can bet those Hab fans that did it, or whoever it was that did it, aren't actual Hab fans. They're just dicks <laughs> whatever they are i'll just leave just it at dicks. that they're they're whatever and dicks and no, no was, name people that are never going to amount to anything it was the whole thing's a bad situation right it was and i feel like i i i didn't like the hit it was greasy it wasn't a hockey play in my head in my head but you don't have to go after the family leave the fa- leave the family yep. out of this they, they have nothing to do with it so but, but whatever i moving, and, on. moving on now with this game tonight, Jelly, what's your prediction? Uh, I think I think we're gonna see some more goals. Um, I think Montreal wins four two. You think four two? Yeah. Right. Huddleback seven hasn't really. I mean, he he probably played okay. I don't know. Did he play good last game? Like I yeah. said, I didn't watch. Yeah, so. he 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 did make some good saves. I just except think for Foley. Yeah, he hasn't been. Well, I mean, that's a nice goal, man. You can't really blame him on that. No, but yeah. that that but, that was uh, his only blemish last game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, he hasn't looked elite to me really this series yet. Um, because yeah, I said so four maybe, three, right? I think it was. I said four three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, say four two, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I still have a good feeling, man. Montreal's finding a way to score right now. They're not pretty all the time, but there's they definitely go to the net pretty hard now and are able to gobble up those loose pucks. And that's something Hellebuck does do. There's a lot of rebounds. And they got to keep capitalizing on the power play or even shorthanded, right? That, you know, the the way they can capitalize on those special teams are really helping yeah. them. Man, they Winnipeg right now is, yeah, and Winnipeg hasn't had much opportunities on it. So yeah. you got to keep out of the box. And I know what I think Montreal will be very successful. Yeah, I think so, man. I got a good feeling about tonight. Yeah, me too, buddy. With the last series now, we're going to talk oh, about some Colorado. One last, thing, one last thing since we're talking about the Canadian market. Um, we haven't talked about the borders being uh, open for U.S. teams to come up to Canada for next right, series. Right, right, right. Which is awesome. Finally, the federal government did something right. Yeah, and then now there's also so many stipulations to this. Who cares? You're not well, up no, here that long. I, I you're, oh, it. sorry. <laughs> well, you're only up here four or five days, so whatever, yeah, right? Like, it's great. They because we talked about it in two or three episode two or three, and and saying, well, what kind of mar- you know, what kind of hub are they going to have? And you know it's great. They're they're gonna have some home, home crowds. Uh, you know, I, I hope it's Montreal in a way, just because they have fans, and it, it'll be nice to play in front of that for for the American teams too, right? Kind of. It'll be uh, it's gonna be weird actually seeing a Canadian team play an American team, <laughs> right? We haven't seen it since last year's playoffs. Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm curious to see how it goes. I, yeah. I it's it's I, good though. I, I'm glad it's, they made that move. I think me too. It's, it's a smart move to do. Justin Trudeau, you're an idiot, but you know what? Thank you for allowing this. Yeah. And, you know. Well, and, and they do this anyways, right? Like, people are like, well, like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, they take private charters here anyways. So They get tested every day. They get... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're not going to interact with the public. Okay, most of the places like Winnipeg still locked down. So, <laughs> right? Like, like, they're going clubbing or to the bar. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, I think it's great. I'm happy. I can't wait. I, I I mean, obviously, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's get through this series, Montreal. But it'll be fun to see, man. It'll be fun to have those Americans like up here to play. Right. So it'll feel normal and, and not in a bubble. Right. Like you're not playing in with, a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And you actually so. see fe- people in seats that, uh, that even just seeing people in seats. I still can't get over how much I love it. It just oh, me makes too, me man. so happy. And it just it adds a whole new element to the game. Both yep. on TV and for the and for the players playing, coaches yep. coaching, all that. And it'll be bumping tonight in Montreal. I guarantee that. And you know where else is going to be bumping? Vegas, baby. I could have sworn that roof was going to blow off. Oh man! When they scored the two goals in forty-five seconds, there, that roof was about to erupt. Yeah. Oh man, it's crazy. Hey, that wow. was a what fun a, what a game. hockey game. Wow. The, I think 
Vegas should have won game two and three, but because the, the dummy ref decided to call oh, that man. weak, pathetic slash, like this is overtime and you're calling that. Yeah. In round two of the playoffs and you're calling that. They literally like, missed probably there was that, that play probably happened 17,000 times in that game and they didn't call it, but they decided to call that one. Like, come on. Absolutely fucking miss me ref. Like, the ref has been so. Incident. Yeah. The refing has been so bad the entire playoffs. Like, and we, we always, I mean, we always shit on these guys. Right. And I kind of feel bad. Like they got a tough job. I understand that, but it's like, like if you set the precedence of like what you're going to call like that, the first period you set like the tone, right? We're not going to call yeah. this. We're going to call just the obvious stuff. Like the heavy holds and like the puck over glass, right? Like the, the basic shit that you yeah. have to call unless someone dies. And then, and then that's what they did in game two. And then they call that that uh, slash. I don't. And then of course it's Colorado. My chair. Then of course it's Colorado, and they capitalize and make them. Yeah, talking about good power plays. It's ridiculous, and it's, it ruined that game. I'm I'm happy Vegas came back and won in the fashion they did in game three. Because uh, I like I'm like man, if if, if they lose because of like that call right like game two and then you lose like they just ruined it would just ruin this series right but and 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 you don't want that kind of stuff to happen you don't want refs to dictate a game or dictate the outcome of the game and they did with that in my opinion and that's why maybe it's frustrating for me to watch because you're like that what like maybe in you know regular season sure uh, in, yeah, but, yeah, I can but, see regular season, but right? in overtime, sure. in a game two, whatever, and you're calling that like, I don't know. I, I felt like it could have really been avoided, if you will. And I, 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 yeah, I didn't like the call at all, at all. It was and, the worst call I've seen all playoffs. And then, of course, McKinnon makes everybody look like a child out on the ice and <laughs> feeds Rantanen, and Rantanen absolutely snips on top shelf. Like, oh, so that was nice. Oh, that was so beautiful to see. Yeah. The... Uh, Colorado's power play, just a side note, 40%. Wow. <laughs> so stay out of the box, Vegas. Yeah, yeah stay out of the box. But now with, with that being said, too, because Fleury has also played unbelievable in the games. Like, I mean – yeah, he might maybe want one or two goals back in this series, but he made the saves he needed to in game yep. three there to win. Like the, that big save in the last few minutes against Rantanen, where he kind of pushed his leg against the ice there and really had to you know keep the puck there essentially. Yeah, I mean, he kind of got that, caught that, like half butterfly kind of thing. Yeah, yeah like, that was a big save, and that's what you need from these goalies. And on the flip side of things now, Grubauer – Jelly, I was wrong. Can, can I say that? I was wrong. I didn't. So, and and maybe it's an excuse, and I'm going to actually accept it. I'm going to make an excuse. We oh, haven't God. seen Colorado play a lot this year up here in Canada. True. Right? True. Like, I watched so, quite a bit just because I had the NHL network and stuff, right? But, yeah. Yeah. But, I, I, I mean, yeah. I normally wouldn't watch them. Like, I, I, I've watched here and there, but then he was hurt, or it'd be something like, you know, it'd be a – completely different goalie other than him because he he was hurt and then COVID and all that. But watching him in these playoffs has actually kind of opened my eyes a little bit, just like with, with Vasilevsky. You don't see these guys, unfortunately, playing in the state markets. And, man, Grubauer looked solid in that in game three. Some shitty bounces went against him, but he still looks unbelievable. He has a 941 yeah. save percentage. And a 186. I was just going to – yeah, I just pulled those up. Like, man, he's good. And I was wrong. <laughs> I I I, I – yeah, I mean, he told me don't sleep on him, and I slept on him. So, uh, I mean, you know what? He's he's definitely an X factor for this series as well, just like Flurry is. Yeah, this series, I think, like Vegas has played so much better than obviously they did in Game One, um, and they've been able to dictate a lot of the play. Um, obviously, Colorado's that team that can hurt you really quick with their transition speed and just how they move the puck and stuff, but. Man, uh, this this one is a goaltending battle. It's that to me. Like this is this is going to be like a game seven series, and just a squeaker is going to go through one of these guys, right? Two That's best how I nominees, by the way. Yeah, right. Like it, it's great. It, oh, Ugh. and they both have so under a two goals against average. Flurry's a one point eight eight. Grubauer yep. one point eight six. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, could you imagine being the players and be like, "Wow, I got to score on one of these goalies." Like. Not a chance. Yeah, get to the front front of the net, make it mucky. That's the only way you're probably going to score. So, 
Like it's it's fun to watch this series. And now um I was thinking about Calgary when I when these two were playing in game three, and I was trying to picture Calgary playing one of these guys. <laughs> oh yeah, we were, we were talking about that. And oh Calgary would not enjoy playing against these guys. Calgary would look would look so slow. It would probably be a 10-1 game. Um the the, the, the the speed, the pace, the physicality, the goaltending, everything these two teams do, I think whoever wins this series series wins the cup. I, I think I think it would be a very valid argument to make. That's my uh, argument. Really whoever do. whoever wins this series will win the cup. Because I look on the east side of things and I don't think Tampa's truly been tested. Even though no. they've played good teams, they haven't been tested though. And yeah. Boston, I think, Tampa's also played- hasn't been, like they are they are being tested, but again, they haven't like they're not being pushed. Like it's not back and forth like I see this series. Yeah. I mean, Tampa played Florida, right? And that's Which a, was young a good series. Up, yeah, but I, I, there, it was a young team, and and to me, that was the difference was they just couldn't get over the hump of like they were they were learning. They had to go through some growing pains, right? Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like the same thing with the Islanders. They're just like right. So like Boston, I, I don't know, right? And then, I, I yeah, I, I I think you're right, man. I think I think whoever wins that division or that's that, um. The series here. Uh, that series probably is is my candidate for it. Yeah. Like they got speed, they got physicality, they got goaltending, they got defense, like they got everything. And and really everything. Yeah. And they also have fans in the building that are cheering for them. Full buildings. Are, wild. It's it's fun to see, man. It's yeah. really fun to see. Um, mm-hmm. I think this game tonight, Vegas wins. I think it's gonna be kind of a home ice thing. I think the yeah. home team's gonna win pretty much every game in this one. Game seven, obviously up in the air. Uh, I have Vegas going through, so I'm obviously going to keep cheering for Vegas on this one. But uh, I mean, yeah, Colorado's me been fun to watch. Yeah, I got my Vegas hat on right now, Johnny. My Vegas yeah. shorts looking Atta good. Boy. You're looking good, eh? Fucking a. Um, anthems are on though, Johnny. We should. Uh, can we just talk about the Ram situation really quick? Go ahead. Uh, maybe we I am. Uh, I'm so disappointed, man. The guy had a six shot lead and then got a positive COVID test and had to withdraw from the tournament could you imagine i feel terrible for him man he was playing so good he's been good the last like month he's just been getting better better but then the the fact that he even told him outside though not in private setting it kind of irks me he had to go how they how the pga handled that whole situation really pissed me off to be honest like like i understand yeah i understand you have to protect people and stuff like i get that Right, and he he can still transmit it, even though he's probably asymptomatic. Like, right, like so, like if, uh, uh, like if, uh, oh, Strowman, yeah, you fucking showboater, man, you just cost your team a run. You're an idiot. Sorry. Um, oh, I hate that guy. I'm so happy he's not on Toronto anymore. Anyways, um, I, I they handled the whole situation so poor. Like to tell him on the back of the green, I think that was tall. Yeah, like, and I get you're protecting like the people there. That maybe there's some people who are don't have their shot or whatever, but they have the herd immunity. He probably has his shots, right? He's probably done. But and I get and it. And again, how did they, they not know this before but, the round even started? Yeah, wouldn't you want to get those test results back quick? Like, who who is? I'd be looking into that. Who's doing your testing? And why did these results come so late? And number two, why the hell are you telling him in front of everybody? Why didn't you go to the back? Right where he had to go t- hand in his scorecard anyway, and tell him right the, in private, and then come up with an announcement or let him do it. Like, hey guys, I have COVID. I have to. I have to go. Like, I, I yeah. I'm going to miss the rest of the tournament. But just to like stand there and tell him, I, I didn't like how they handled it, man. It drives well, me nuts. Me neither. It, it didn't look very good, honestly. It it sucked to see. You saw his disappointment on his face right away, and it it, it oh, was it's... almost heartbreaking, right? Because you're like, man, the guy's about to make millions off this. Yeah. Playing an unreal tournament, and now he's off for two weeks or whatever the the case is down there. I don't know what the protocol. Yeah, hopefully are it was like there. a. Could you imagine if it comes back and it's a false positive? <laughs> you imagine you just, the, the purse for this tournament, the Memorial Tournament, is nine hundred or nine million three hundred thousand dollars. Well, in the U.S. Open also kicks it's off next up. weekend right mm, two weekends There's two weekends from now okay the 18th so, i believe yeah or the 17th is one so he's probably hoping he's back for that yeah go get healthy big boy yeah i uh, like ram 
No, he's good. I think you know what he'll uh, he'll come back strong out of this. I, I have no doubt about it. Yeah. Anyways, just a shitty situation. I feel terrible for the guy and how they handled it is uh, quite upsetting. So, yeah. anyways, everybody, thanks for listening to our short one hour, well, six minute podcast here today. Everybody, keep listening, keep following, keep hitting that like button. Everybody, uh, we're gonna have a, a nice uh, podcast coming out here probably midweek on Wednesday. Hopefully, all goes good with the series. Uh, but uh, for that, enjoy the playoff hockey, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll catch you guys later. Let's go, Habs, baby! Woo!